understanding big data and what it means for global food systems and also the Central African Republic becomes the first African country to adopt Bitcoin as legal currency. This and more in this episode. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your pulse on everything business in Africa. I am Ritha Dong. For more, follow us on Twitter at the K Financial, and you can find me at Ritha Dong. Now, technology has permeated every aspect of life as we know it. In agriculture, there is a technological revolution that is happening. This is possible, among other things, due to big data. Collecting and analyzing big data can not only improve the productivity of individual farms, but also help halt a global food crisis. In today's episode, Dr. Robert Akatia Ama, Head of Nutrition and Food Systems at the World Food Program, talks big data, analytics, and the opportunities it presents in understanding food systems and planning for the future. How critical is it to understand big data and its relation to the global food systems? Well, I mean, the understanding of big data is, is quite critical in any food system. Uh, and as I mentioned um, during the discussion, uh, the Global Food Systems Summit last year uh, came up with different work streams. One of them was innovation. One of them was uh, ability to understand, mine, and use the data that we've been collecting. Uh, Africa has been collecting uh, food security data for many years, uh, given all the issues that we've had with food insecurity, but with also food security, but also uh, from the perspective of, of, of hunger and all the interventions that we've had to support some of this. So our ability to understand that data is quite critical in helping us come up with solutions. One of the critical things that we lack uh, uh, in our data systems is our ability to anticipate and predict uh, some of the impacts or the negative impacts of uh, uh, food price uh, increase or food price hikes, uh, but also uh, climate-related impacts. Uh, that's a bit new. Uh, as you notice right now, we have changing weather patterns. Um, how are we using that information? Are we really gathering data around climate-related impacts, for example? And are we using that for our planning? So there is lots of opportunity around data itself, and we need a lot of data scientists and so on to be able to mine that information and help us understand exactly what we're collecting. Uh, and this could be an area for innovation uh, in terms of how we translate the information that we collect. Um, if I drill it down a bit more, um, we have uh, farmers and smallholder farmers that produce food. These people have a lot of ideas, uh, innovation and information. Uh, are we really collecting this information from them? Are we harnessing that data and that knowledge that is in these uh, smallholder farmers? Because they've been farming for years. They understand the systems. They understand how they do the farming. But where do we take them to the next stage? How do we help them bridge that gap between where they are and where they want to be? And are we collect, really collecting that information? Is that information anywhere? You know, how many of us really understand the impact indigenous knowledge can have on the food system? We really need to bring out some of these things. So there's a lot of room for data collection, uh, but data analysis, manipulation, and use. And I think the analysis and use part is where we're really lacking. But I think information is available. Talking of impact, the Ukraine-Russia war has caused huge disruptions to the food supply systems globally. Is there any opportunity that can rise from this disruption? I think the war in Ukraine uh, will have significant impact on our food system, um, not just this year, but even potentially next year and beyond. Um, a lot of the 
populations around the world do depend on Russia and Ukraine for key commodities that contribute to staple crops, uh, wheat, oil, uh, and so on. And not having farmers produce this year in those countries has an impact on the global uh, food system. A lot of companies use some of these as raw materials for the various processed products that, that we all consume. And so the lack of availability of these provides, you know, uh, an opportunity to, for increased food insecurity, but also food prices. At the World Food Program, uh, we procure close to 40% of our uh, wheat uh, and, and even soy uh, uh, from uh, Ukraine and Russia. And so this is really having a significant impact on our own programs and our ability to even provide food to refugees and other populations. And we will continue to feel uh, the pain. Uh, but with that said, there's also opportunity for innovation. It's opportunity for countries uh, that are looking for a space uh, to increase the agricultural productivity and to be able to enter some of these global markets to step up to that challenge and increase food production, not uh, to, to deal with their own population uh, food insecurity related issues, but also creates opportunity for export. Uh, but yeah, we will continue to feel the pinch uh, a bit more. And this has ripple effects on inflation, uh, food commodity price, uh, food export, food transportation, and so on. That was Dr. Robert Akatia Ama, head of nutrition and food systems at the World Food Program. And a quick look at the other stories making it into the podcast. The Central African Republic has adopted Bitcoin as a legal currency, becoming only the second country in the world to do so after El Salvador. Lawmakers from the Central African Republic unanimously adopted a bill to make Bitcoin legal tender alongside the franc and legalized the use of cryptocurrencies. President Faustine Ashange Todera signed the measure into law and according to the law, cryptocurrency exchanges are not liable to tax. Kenya Bankers Association has refuted claims members have been asked by the regulator to ration dollar supply in the market. In a statement, the bankers' lobby said it is in constant talks with the Central Bank of Kenya to resolve dollar supply glitches in the market. They add that the dollar supply is well balanced in the market. Meanwhile, manufacturers are struggling to raise enough dollars at a higher cost to bring in raw materials and aspect likely to push up the cost of leaving. Yesterday, Kenya Association of Manufacturers Chairperson Muchai Kihanya said members are finding it difficult to mobilize $100,000 from local dealers, straining relations with external suppliers. The persisting dollar shortage is now forcing importers into the black market to up liquidity for their supply. Zambia's annual inflation rate decelerated for the ninth straight month to 11.5% in April of 2022 from 13.1% in the previous month. It's the lowest reading since November 2019 amid a slowdown in prices of both food and non-food products. On a monthly basis, consumer prices were up 0.7%, slowing from a 0.8% rise in the previous month. The slowdown corroborates the central bank's expectations that inflation is trending downwards and could ease pressure on the Monetary Policy Committee to hike interest rates on May 17th. The Central Bank of Zambia raised its key interest rate by 100 basis points in 2021 as inflation has been above the upper bound of 6 to 8% target range since May of 2019. 
The Nigerian government says it will issue a request for qualifications in June for bidders interested in receiving concessions to begin the production of bitumen in the country. Nigeria holds about 42.4 billion tons of proven reserves of bitumen, estimated to be the sixth largest in the world, but has not exploited the resource, a potential huge source of revenue for the country. The government now says it will grant concessions to bitumen blocks to prospective local and international companies in a bid to end the importation of the renal deposit in the country. It has appointed Price Waterhouse Coopers as its transaction advisor. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K Financial. And if you have any suggestions or you just want to check out more stories, visit our website, that is thekfinancial.com. And don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at the K Financial. And you can find me at With a Dog. <laughs>